Hey everyone, it's Amon Qureshi, and you're listening to the Expat Brat Podcast. Such a formal intro to the podcast. You know, welcome. Welcome to the show. And I hope you're having a great day. Unlike me, my son decided to wake up at 4.30 a.m. And if he wasn't so cute, I don't, something would have happened to him. Uh, I'm not saying I would have done it, but my alter ego may have done something. Anyway, uh, I've been awake since 4.30 a.m. And it's a glorious day because the sun is shining and um, the weather's getting nicer and better and cooler. And that's always lovely when you're in this part of the world. The Middle East, man. The Middle East gets hot in the summer. It's hot through the whole year. That's a secret. But it's less hot. And we call it winter just to differentiate it. And then, you know, we just have a great time. We use it as as an excuse to wear our winter wear, which we really don't need. But we want to show off. And we do outside barbecues. And we sit outside. (laughs) Just get to sit outside. What a blessing. Um but anyway, I'm really happy about that. It's you know it's finally happening. A uh, bit of a sad day. I woke up actually. I was at a show last night, and um, someone comes up and tells me, "Hey, the queen's um, queen's dead." And uh, I was like, "How bad was my show?" Um, no, no, still, we shouldn't be joking about this stuff. Uh, the queen, seventy years, man. That's uh, that's something, isn't it? Though, like I can't. I don't think I've ever stuck to a job in my whole life for more with one company for more than two or three years, unless I count like, you know, my work right now with comedy and stuff. Maybe that might be longer, but not a not a formal eight to five job. Never could do it. And maybe her job wasn't eight to five either. Maybe that's how we get people to stick around nowadays. Uh, Flexibility giving them, you know, the power, workers with power, um, I don't think so, uh, yeah, um, 70 years to do stuff, man, but she had a good time, I mean, how many of us, uh, have a job that, uh, means your face is printed on the currency that people carry around, right, or they have to greet you in a certain way and everything, I think that's pretty cool, um, she was, I guess, well-liked. I don't really know that much about the queen uh, in terms of what she's done and everything because, you know, why would I? Uh, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the whole royalty and royal family stuff anyway, which which is a real bummer for my wife because she's really, like, into it. She is from the U.K., I guess, so maybe it matters more to her, but doesn't to me. If you're listening, honey, I don't care. Uh, but it's interesting. I think, you know, you think about it now, Prince Charles, uh, I wonder, that's a question a lot of people would be asking, is Prince Charles going to go, I will be king? Because the dude has been waiting for so long, so long, like I would have, I would have gone in that time and just gone, you know, this is not happening, I'm going to another country, I'm going to conquer that. I'm going to call myself king on that new country. Like, that's that's how much he had to wait, okay? So hats off to him for, like, sticking through and, and waiting. <laughs> Not that I'm sure he's sad about his uh, mother passing away, but it does give him the chance, and that's... Uh, I, I wonder, because I, wonder, I was talking to someone about it, and they uh, they were like, yeah, I, I think he's not going to take it. He's going to let his son become king. But I was also like, man, if you've waited, what would you do in this place, right? 
I'm thinking I would I would look at my kid and be like, yeah, you know, I want to pass on. As a parent, you're always like, let's pass on, make them great. They're they're also waiting. I don't want them to go through what I did, which was just waiting around to be king, like a lion king cub. And now he's got that chance, but there'll be another part going, but I always wanted to be king. And uh, this is his opportunity. So what I would do, I think I would go, hey, listen, guys, I'm going to do this for a year, and then I'll pass on the uh, crown to you. Uh, what is it, William? And I'm not even sure if that's allowed. Is that allowed? Yeah, this shit, right? Like, they're the Pope did it. So... I think a monarch can as well. I think it's possible. So I would do that. And I and I just go, here you go. Um, I've had a great time. Now I can call myself king for for a year and, and, and I'll be in history books, you know, because you get that's the important thing, right? You get listed like this king uh, came. If you were just a crown prince for life, no one would remember you. There's no wall of crown prince, almost kings in the world. It's all king, queen, king, queen kind of thing going on. So he's got to do it, man. He's got to do it. But that then means a lot of the British people will have to carry currency with his face on it, right? Is that what they're going to do? They must, right? As a king, I'd be like, hey, I got to get at least one note, at least one note with my face on it. And it's got to be, it's got to be a decent note. It can't be like five pound. Uh, I would try... I wouldn't go too topsy as well. Like, you know, you, you, the queen just died and stuff, so you don't want to take her off, like, the big note. I would do it for her. <laughs> I can't believe. Uh, I, I'd do it for, like, what's what are the currency notes do the British have? I'd do it for, like, a 20, right? A 20 is kind of, like, nice, decent enough, um, not in your face kind of thing. But that does mean people have to carry. Yeah, Prince Charles is going to be in your pants uh, inside a wallet, safely, but in your pants. And uh, you'll have to look at his uh, mug every day now, which is not, you know, I'm not judging it or anything. I'm just saying that's the reality of people. And it's true for anyone. You know, if I had to fly over there, I'd have to also deal with that currency now. I wonder what else changes for you, right? Like, he's already like old now and it's um this has turned into a prince charles thing um what else yeah you know yeah i i'd look at it i'd be like i've i've had everything i've it's not like your services get upgraded your insurance plan gets better right <laughs> like after a while every the, the package won't change much would it like he had access to whatever money he wanted and he lived in a palace he probably wakes up in the most luxurious bed in the world, right? Not short of money. Um, probably doesn't need medical insurance, right? They don't need it because they have so much money. And he's recognized everywhere. So that does beg the question, what changes for him now except a little bit of more responsibility? Hmm. Now that I look at it that way, I'm kind of thinking maybe it is better not to be promoted in this instance. And just pass it to your kid and go, hey... Because, you know, uh, UK is going through troubled times. Not that the royal family is responsible anymore. They don't run stuff. But you still don't want to be remembered as the one-year king who oversaw Brexit and uh, all other kind of stuff. They'll still associate it somehow in the history books. There'll, there'll be some sort of association with you of that time. 
So if he was clever, hmm, he'd pass it to his kid. Unless he's a generous dad and he's like, no, I'll take the hit for this. Or he could say, it could turn into this where he goes, all right, son, I'm going to be a king till this bad time passes by. And then you can become the king of the good times, <laughs> like an ad. And unfortunately, you know, then he'd be around for maybe longer than a year. And then he'd be like, I kind of like being called king now. You know, he'll wake up and then he'll be like, hey, you know, hey, son, you know, I'll stick around for six more months, another year. Because uh, I've seen people do that at jobs all the time. They're, they're way past their retirement age. And not just for financial reasons. It's just like, well, what else am I going to do now? Right? <laughs> and I don't want to get demoted or do something else. So, yeah, it's a tricky time. I'm saying it's a tricky time for Charles. And apart from all the emotional pain, of course, uh, you know, we can't, like, not... Oh, God. It, sound, it makes me sound terrible. I'm not... I'm just... I'm just looking at it from all angles because, you know, uh, what about the kids as well? <laughs> you, you know, there's one son going, uh, they did make up right before. I wonder how that's going to affect that wedding. Oh, that's going to be awkward because when people are alive, it's easy to fight. And now that she's gone, will the son, what's his, Harry, will be like, Megan, you took me away from my mom in the last few years of her life. Right, like in an Indian soap opera, this would be like the crucial moment where things like really mess up for the married couple, like a big conflict for the whole family. So how's that gonna impact that, man? That's gonna be tough. That's a tough conversation to go. And uh, you know, kind of right though as well, right? Like you've you've kept me away. And it was interesting that the queen was in Scotland this whole time. I didn't think. Um, <clears throat> I've heard the NHS is better over there. They're totally unrelated, but I just, from my wife's actually from Scotland, and what she says is like in London and other parts of England, and the NHS is much more um, like ambushed, like really packed. Whereas in Scotland, in spite of the cuts, probably because lower population or whatever, it's still a bit easier, relatively, right? So. So is that why? No, I am relating this way. Is that why the queen's there? I don't know. She has her own team of doctors. Why am I talking about this stuff? It's uh, it's a sad moment. It was also, you know, nice to know a, a, a female was in charge in a place. I wonder how that makes all the, all our male hyper, you know, the guys who are, what do you call that stuff, man? What do you call it when these guys are like going around hyper, um, hyper masculine right that's the thing i've been hearing about hyper masculinity it's like it's trending back <laughs> i've spoken about this with the andrew tate thing but apparently you know it's it's a bigger thing uh it's 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 hitting views there's these young guys who are doing this anyway yeah i've, I've spoken about this on a different episode and it just makes me wonder if they saw the queen being uh being in charge well not in charge. Yeah, I wonder if they, I wonder if Prince Charles is part of that movement. Like again, I just why am I dissing on the guy, man? He hasn't done nothing to me, but he may have done stuff to his wife, uh, ex-wife. I don't know. My my wife's very touchy about that too, you know, because she was pro Diana, like Team Diana, Team Diana, and to um, to have to see Charles uh, rise up potentially to be king, she wasn't too happy about it, man. 
I'm like uh, I'm like speaking uh, speaking on her behalf and revealing her secrets to the world or her inner thoughts. But then she's usually pretty vocal herself, so I don't think she'll be mad at me. We'll find out. We'll find out, right? There's enough stuff going around for everybody to get mad at. Um, don't get mad if you're thinking I'm. I'm not taking the queens that lightly. I'm just looking at the situation. That's all. I'm just commenting like a Fox News reporter. Uh, no, why would they report that? Just like anybody, man. What's going on with you guys? Um, <clears throat> how many of you were angry about <laughs> the Lord of the Rings controversy? That was something. That was something. I love when people fight over this stuff because it's just like you just want to sit back and go, I'm going to grab some popcorn and uh, watch this uh, and see how it goes. <laughs> so, you know, they've been accused, if you don't know what happened, they've been accused of being too woke with casting the new um, uh, the new cast, I suppose. <laughs> and and they've, because, uh, they've, you know, they've looked into diversity. And so the cast isn't all white. <laughs> and lo and behold, some people are angry about it. They're so angry. How can a dwarf be not white? <laughs> the second you say it out loud, you're like, that is bad crazy, my friends. If you are fighting about that, about any fictional character, man, you don't even, it's not even about dwarfs, man. I, uh, when people are talking about James Bond, um, uh, and, you know, people are talking about, what's his name? Uh, it is Alba. Uh, and is that his name? Why do I forget names as I talk about people? Like, I just, honestly, I need to check that now. Idris Alba. Yes, I was wrong. Idris Alba. Idris Alba. Um, it's Idris Alba. And I, I shared something on Facebook going, hey, you know, he'd make a great James Bond. And I had people attack me going, no, James Bond is white. He's British. He's white. And I was like, whoa, like, are you from the 1870s? Um, I know loads of white, uh, British people who are not white anymore. It's a, it's a thing. It's actually a thing now. And, um, you know, the book doesn't define his color, actually, at any point that I'm aware of. But if it did, who cares? It's a fictional character. We can mold a little bit, you know, like... If you don't like it, don't watch it. That, I, I just, I don't get it. The whole thing with that was, um, you know, what really bugged me was the people commenting on it were brown people. <laughs> I was just like, dude, why are you, even, you know, even if you wanted to be biased, be biased towards your own color, right? Like, why, why would you do that? Why would you choose team white in this instance why would you do that and people just kind of go it's i don't know what to make of it man like what's there's these people who come up and they're just they just go crazy about this stuff and just like turn into robots then like no 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 i can't no they can't happen well not a robot but you know what i mean like just crazy it's um you're getting mad over fictional shit man and a movie or a tv show uh, so what, you know, you know what I hate is everybody recreating old good stuff. Like I've heard 
Back to the Future might be remade. I'm not sure. Uh, there's some other movies that have been remade, like Total Recall. And then, especially when do, they do a botched up job, I'm just like, why? Why are you doing it? But I, I, I used to. And then I was kind of like, you know what? I don't have to watch it. I don't have to go in and watch it. And if someone says it was good, really great, then maybe I will, right? Like, it's it's entirely your choice. So I'm, I have a hard time with people wanting to ban stuff, you know? And I know, I know there's, where's that line? Where's the hate speech line? Where's the, where's, you know, where's the bit where you go, uh, this, this is, this bit should not be allowed because it's such a slippery slope every time we do, right? And I always think the best thing would be for us to not give this kind of stuff oxygen, but instead, what do we do? We bring attention to it. A long time ago, there was this uh, video, uh, some clip on YouTube made about uh, the prophet, and it was ridiculing him, uh, and no one had ever seen it. It had like 10 views or whatever, until until this uh, uh, some religious uh, dude or something saw it and decided to make a big deal out of it. Then it had millions and billions of views and was a problem all over. All that person had to do was press skip or close or you don't even have to press unlike, you know, thumbs down. Don't even do that. Just close the browser, move on, right? But this, when that guy did it, it just started this whole worldwide movement. And in, in Pakistan, they banned YouTube. <laughs> they just banned YouTube completely for like a few good years and it just meant all the youth who had access like content creators and everything they just they just couldn't access YouTube they they lost that market for years money potential income because this crazy guy just was like no i i you know this is terrible and ban 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 and um and that's why I'm always like, you know, the best thing, like I said, would be to not give it oxygen, just leave it. But that's the hardest thing to do as well, right? So like you do, I, I, I do, I, we all fall for it for sometimes we'll like leave a negative comment or we'll fight back through the comments or we'll press unlike. But all that does, these platforms don't give a shit, right? They look at it and they go, oh, you're interacting with it. Wonderful. Let's push it more to more people, more views. Yes, build, build, build. And and then you blink and the thing has millions of views. And when it has millions of views, people think, oh, it must be correct because so many other people are watching this. I should watch it. And inevitably, some people will kind of go, hey, maybe this is right. Maybe this is a good thing. We should do more of this and so on and so forth. So now you are responsible for creating this mess. Are you happy with yourself? Huh? Are you? My God. We're all living happily until you had to do that. Okay? But social media is built on it. It's impossible for us to not interact with stuff as much as we want. It's so tempting though, right? When it's there. I, I admit to doing it myself, right? But I know the answer is that we stop doing it and let it die a death and ignore it but ignoring something is so hard 
just ask me, just put a donut in front of me and ask me to ignore it. I can't. How am I supposed to ignore social media stuff as well? I really just tell myself off for what I was just telling myself to do. I can't because I just realized I, I have no willpower. But maybe if you're listening to me, maybe your my message will come across to you and the rest of the world can become better. So I don't have to change. Right. And then because you guys are all better, this will work and I will have benefited through all of you doing something. Why do we have to start with ourselves? <laughs> I've really just come up with some better way. Yeah, you preach, you get other people to do it, that changes the world because if 10 other people are doing it, it's much more impactful than you doing it. That makes sense. I just, you know, that, yeah, that's it. So I'm going to preach from now on and not practice anything. And when you do it, and you will, right? I gotta find better ways to motivate you all. And then, and then it's such a peaceful world. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting here just really praising myself right now. <laughs> I'm literally sitting here going, Salman, you're a genius. And anytime I can save myself from doing some work, then I'm, uh, then I'm a very happy person. So there you go. This is, uh, this is working out for me really well. You know, just so you know, I'm the kind of person Facebook has to remind every time and go, hey, you really want to share that article because you haven't opened and read it completely <laughs> i hate when it does that because sometimes the headline's enough and i just want to share a bit of news or i've actually read it somewhere else and then when i got on facebook i'm like yeah I, I should share this and it just gives you this guilt trip doesn't it like hey have you read it you haven't read it i didn't see you click on it so do you really want to share something you haven't read hmm do you want to look at people make people think that you are some kind of genius who just read loads of articles and now you're sharing this information because you completely agree with it what if there's something in there that you don't agree with and now you've shared it and i just yeah it just makes me feel a little vulnerable about my own intelligence that's right <laughs> that's right uh just I, I hate guilt i hate guilt from anything that's like a artificial intelligence social platform kind of thing you shouldn't be guilting me you are responsible for half the mess everywhere that's going on all the polarization you don't get to judge me facebook um, I hope they, you know, I also get scared every time I name them now because they're Facebook really does. Oh God, it's just, it's just have a, we should all just have a code name for them now, like the messed up notebook. God, I can't. I'll, I'll work on the name uh, or, or code. But the idea is that the more you say, Facebook really catches on and bans people for saying some stuff now. And in a way, in one way, it's good because you know there is stuff that I'm like, yes, please ban it. But then, uh, although I was just talking about not banning stuff, but <laughs> and this other side to it, which is um, which is you can't really uh, talk to them about it, so they'll pick up just the word and 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 think you've put something up that's not right and and just ban you without a conversation. You know the whole call center artificial intelligence robot concept where you're just like, hey, get me to a human being so I can explain this situation. Anywho, uh, that's my rant. Uh, the queen is dead. It's a new era. Uh, RIP queen. Um, it's been uh, it's been great for some people, I'm sure. I, I should read up on her. I will. And you guys have a good day and take care of yourselves and uh, have a wonderful day. 
week or a few days till I see you on the next episode. Remember, give this a share, show it some love, uh, comment, uh, leave your questions and uh, suggestions on. I love, I do go through it, and uh, that's uh, that's all from me, guys. So goodbye, and or as a dog would say, woof.